Hello everyone, this is Dimitrios Papalexis um, from the ABCD on the Go podcast series uh, and this is a short podcast um, that I will talk a bit about uh, trusting your intuition and allowing spontaneity on your community development and facilitation work. I think as community development practitioners, facilitators, hosts, uh, many times we carry the weight of um, of um, leading a group of people into some sort of a journey or experience, or just holding space for them to have their own experience, the experience they want to have. And um, we are many times caught in between different frameworks of facilitation, um, such as art of hosting. We have a lot of practices in uh, asset-based community development. Um, I do psychodrama, so I have a lot of facilitation skills uh, in terms of um, in terms of tuning in with what's uh, what's happening in the present moment in a group and allowing that to unfold. So um, I guess. Um, our constant challenge as facilitators and hosts working with uh, different groups, communities, organizations is to how do we how do we manage to to be true to what uh, is real for us in the present moment and allow spontaneity in our practice. I will give a few different examples of um, how this uh, challenge or learning curve came uh, came up for me. Um, so, I have a few different examples where I was um, facilitating a process and um, we reached that critical moment of innovation, you know, of uh, creativity and of the opportunity for something new to, to be manifested. So, one of the examples is um, from an ABCD revolution training we did last year here in Sydney with the Jeddah Institute and and. Uh, a team of amazing practitioners such as Om Dungel, uh, Dean Quirk, um, Vanessa, Dee, Michelle, uh, myself. So this was like a three-day um, training to to teach uh, people about the how to to do like uh, asset-based community development and participatory the participatory approach, and uh, we all. All of us, the hosts, uh, hold space throughout the three days and um, we went through some amazing uh, presentation of theory and also some practices. So I remember on the third day I was planning to do an activity that had a few different stages uh, and at some stage and at the last stage people will come into the training room and I will do a magic trick um, on the power of um, believing in yourself and, and, and your strengths and trusting yourself. So I guess um, what I'm trying to relate is there was a moment um, during this magic trick that um, I actually found myself um, feeling confused like while executing the magic trick and and I was getting a bit lost with the directions. I wasn't sure if the trick would work out and I was getting a bit anxious and I was getting people to share uh, something uh, that they value in others like a gift that they have identified and I remember um, at that moment where I was in you know I was fully anxious if I was if the trick is, was going to work 
and uh, participant rocks up to me and um, expects to hear what I value in her and uh, I was uh, in that moment in the unknown where uh, I was very anxious so I couldn't really properly respond but I let go I just let go I looked at her in the eyes and I said I value your honesty and that uh, you're very straightforward and authentic and I remember there was a smile in her face she went back to her place they I continued with the magic trick and somehow it worked somehow throughout the confusion throughout the stress throughout everything happening the magic trick worked and people were uh, blown away so I guess for me that's an example of um, being okay as a, as a facilitator to be in the unknown you may Maybe you're an amazing organizer, you know, you, you have everything organized. You, you don't know what you use, like PowerPoint slides, um, different um, creative tools um, to facilitate groups um, or anything else that you use. But there will be a moment that uh, things will be out of control because we cannot control what's happening in the present moment. Uh, it's a co-creation and people bring different things. So at this moment, there is a test. We call it in psychodrama a role test. Are you going to get caught into the old dynamics of anxiety like I was getting and stress and trying to control and fear of failure? What if the magic trick failed um, and all this? Or are you going to just, you know, breathe, open your heart um, and let go and be in the moment and see what happens? Be okay with what happens and what happened was amazing it was amazing because i actually chose to honor and walk the talk of uh, what i was getting people to do just be in the moment value each other and share something and when i chose that it's like things got orchestrated in a way that uh, everything went according to a plan bigger than mine uh, the magic trick happened somehow throughout the confusion it worked out and we had an amazing outcome. We had something new. Um, what we, yeah, what we call in psychodrama a new role in me, and also a new, a new creative response. You know, that was different than what I expected. So that's an example of uh, being okay to be in the unknown as a facilitator and um, to let go, to be able to surrender into the present moment and trust. And no matter how much preparation you have, how much experience you have, there will be a moment that you will be challenged and uh, you will have to actually, nothing will work. There will be no ground to hold. And uh, besides your breath and besides the deep knowing in your heart that it's going to be okay, you know. And... Um, that things will work out the way they are supposed to work out. Many times we say in ABCD um, that the, the people who are there are the right people. Uh, when the session starts, it starts, and when it finishes, it's over. So it's about trusting what's there in the present moment and going with, um, with that. Um, so the next example uh, of um, of being spontaneous and allowing um, new things to emerge as a host, as a facilitator, as a community development development practitioner, uh, as a coach, trainer, whatever you do, um, is from uh, it's from a, an amazing project I got involved uh, last year um, with um, the Cooks River Alliance. Uh, 
um, they they start the change makers uh, program where they, they engage local people around the Cooks River who have a passion about the river and um, they um, they contract me to work in an asset-based uh, participatory approach in terms of the change makers uh, developing their own projects um, around the river and I remember um, it was an amazing process with um, with local people really connecting to um, to their values and to their love for love for the river and what it means uh, to them and we we had some open space technology sessions we had some uh, amazing other um, workshops and there were guest speakers so it was an amazing program and um, the example I want to talk about in terms of uh, hosting and facilitating and allowing spontaneity and um, and uh, being okay to surrender in the present moment was um, from and also trusting your intuition how important is that as facilitators you know and honoring your intuition um, while there are so many things happening so um, in, in one of the workshops um, the the change makers went out they they designed some prototypes during the co-design sessions they they the prototypes are on the cooks river and there were amazing projects like uh, full moon walks, family picnics, scavenger hunts, um, sailing uh, and cleaning the river while we are sailing and so many other amazing projects. And they had to come back and they had to share the story. Um, it was actually the last, the last uh, session where they would share the story of their prototypes. And then, uh, yeah, then they could go out and do more, uh, form a network, etc keep being the stewards of the of Cooks River and growing the community of people who who want to come to Cooks River and and, and be there and, and hang out together and do amazing things out of their love love of the river so um, in the in that last session I was actually planning to do what I plan to do is I plan to I do also I was part of playback theater for a few years playback theater is all about uh, playing back stories of an audience using improvisation, sound, movement. And um, um, we have one of uh, one activity in playback theater, one form, we call it uh, narrative V. So three people form like a triangle and one person in the front um, shares a story from the audience um, using like a metaphor. And the other two people have to um, copy what the movement of that person at the front seat like the front the front of the triangle does and they have to um, repeat some sounds and it's a very impressive uh, theatrical form so I thought that the change makers would be able to tap more into the essence of how their prototype was and relate it uh, using narrative v form so I modeled it for them and um, it was again that moment where everyone was afraid they um, you know, the other facilitators were afraid that, oh my God, maybe it's too much to ask for people to do theater. Um, maybe they won't be able to do it. They won't like to do it. And um, I had to stay present in that moment with all the anxiety, with all the fear, and allow the experiment, my intuition, to, to unfold. And it was amazing to see the the response from the change makers. They actually uh, took some time and they went back to with their respective teams and they worked on the on the theatrical representation 
of uh, of their prototypes and then they came back and they did it and they nailed it they actually nailed it they were amazing they were so creative they used sound they used poetry they used humor they went above and beyond and it was a, a perfect example for me of trusting my own intuition and uh, also trusting the the gifts of of the participants and uh, and the fact that they were they were able to to do things uh, because they were given space and trust and, and good and good uh, support they were able to to do things they were able to step up and do things that uh, you wouldn't expect them to do and um, uh, I think another thing we talked a lot about in psychodrama is uh, warm up so um, the warm up of a group so when you facilitate groups it's important to notice um, the group warm-up in terms of the physical warm-up. Are people warmed up in their body? Have they stretched? Are they active or are they tired, sleepy? Uh, and also observe the mental warm-up, like um, what are they thinking about, what's around in their mind, and also the emotional warm-up. That's very important, like being aware of the emotions in the room and the you know the dynamics and the, the vibe. And I guess uh, by working with those change makers throughout uh, many different workshops and introducing um, A, B, C, D activities, but also uh, a lot of different creative activities, I noticed uh, that they were uh, warming up um, to do more creative things and use more their body and go outside of their comfort zone and um, and um, they had trust uh, in the process so I think it's very important for us if we want to change the status quo as change makers you know as hosts if we want to take groups um, and communities to, uh, for a journey uh, we need to innovate and we need to trust in our own gifts the gifts of the head, heart and hand. We need to trust in the process. We need to trust in, uh, in other people and our ability to, to co-create together. And um, I feel like uh, for us hosts, it's very important to be able to allow spontaneity and to be able to be in the unknown and to be able to hold space for people to go to those places that they need to go and also to let go of control because sometimes we don't know where people need to go um, what's the best outcome you know for the for the highest good um, I guess the third example that I want to mention is from uh, from a youth uh, conference that uh, I gave a presentation last year and um, it was the youth action conference in Sydney 2019 and um, I was also invited to hold an open space technology session for more than 150 people youth workers and um, again it was an amazing moment because um, open space technology is all about uh, um, having no agenda the agenda comes from um, from the actual participants and what they want to discuss about and uh, then after they propose some of the people, after they come up and share some of their ideas and what they want to talk about, then people can move around different groups and participate in that conversation where the people who, who, who put their hand up uh, will host and, 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 and hold space for people to discuss around the topic that they are very passionate about. And then um, people have to come up and share what happened in those, um, in those smaller sessions. So it's called open space because actually there is no agenda before and the agenda comes from the actual participants. 
And um, imagine doing that for more than 150 people in a youth conference. Uh, the organizers were afraid that it wouldn't work, that it would be a chaos. And, and chaos, mind you, chaos is a part of the process and it's, it's welcomed. As long as uh, we, we diverge, as we say, and then you can converge, you can bring it all back. So open space technology sessions um, are amazing, especially for communities that have been um, um, over-serviced. There were always service providers, like offering programs and services to them, rather than uh, listening to, to what they, they want to see and what they want to do. And it's also amazing um, for places like that, conferences, where because you give an opportunity to people to talk about what they're really passionate about. So I saw youth workers there talking about LGBTIQ plus community and and um, diversity, you know, and uh, talk about um, the violence in Byron Bay or talk about uh, like the young gangs and things like that or talk about um, young uh, indigenous people in prison. And uh, these were the topics that they really want to talk about. So... Um, it was amazing, uh, it was an amazing session. There was so much happening in that moment where I was actually going around and, and getting people to, to share what they want to, if they want to share a small session and we had to write on a sticky note and we have to put it on a board so then we create a market where people can choose the session they want to go and they can go around and, and check other sessions too. And... Um, I remember there was so much happening and people were warming up, talking about warm-up again and um, they were proposing about the things that they really want to talk about and there were so many sticky notes going around and people from the conference organizers helping out to, to, to place them on the, on the open market and getting the microphone around and I remember I was running around with the microphone trying to, to get enough and we had like 25 sessions coming up like Oh, like more than 20 which is a lot and um, it was again about uh, just being okay I think that was more about being okay um, with the chaos because as I said chaos is part of the open space technology sometimes um, and allowing that to happen allowing that uh, buzz to take place you know and being okay with that like um, there are moments and sensations where uh, it requires a lot of grounding and uh, active listening and deep presence, like uh, when you do a circle wave facilitation with a talking stick. And um, there are sessions where you just have to run, you just have to move, move your body and use, uh, use your feet and go around and be okay with uh, being active and running and um, having kind of a collective catharsis in a way because when you give space to people to talk about what they really want to talk um, they will talk about everything that they, they have in their mind they have in their heart they have been caring with them and nobody asked them before and that's the power of this type of participatory approaches you know it changes the power dynamic from uh, moving away from the experts you know that are transferring knowledge to people uh, to hosts who are holding space for people to share, um, to share their ideas, their passions, their fears, their dreams, and uh, people, when people care, when people care enough about something, they act. That's another principle of ABCD. So it's good to notice that also. What do people care enough to act? 
So this is another example of um, being okay with, um, with a bit of chaos and being in the unknown and, um, and um, staying in your body as a facilitator and trusting your intuition again because a lot of the things that were proposed in these mini sessions then uh, help to initiate other projects. So I, I know that many youth development practitioners and youth participation officers from different councils went ahead and used open space technology in their own uh, interagencies and communities. And I know that a lot of the ideas that were that came up through, uh, during the open space technology session um, became amazing projects and also uh, help to create networks, connect people and strengthen the sector and I guess um, this uh, wouldn't have happened if I didn't trust in the power of open space technologization to suggest in the first place to facilitate that in the conference instead of something else and also if I didn't trust uh, um, in the present moment when, uh, when people instead of having no one to share that, that was the fear of some of the organizers people wouldn't feel comfortable to share we had more than 20 people want to share and everyone moving around participating and and speaking their mind and talking passionately about about what they want to do we had even people coming from outside of the conference from the from the reception like organizers to sit on a table because they were really passionate about like something systemic so it's amazing to watch all these things and notice them and uh, it's not about the facilitator it's not about me it's more about it proves more about the um, how effective these approaches are and 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 the more skillful we become as hosts um, the more we are okay to be in the unknown um, to surrender and let go um, to be in our body and to trust our own intuition and to use those approaches um, that they have worked for millennia the the more social impact outcomes we notice All right, so these were three examples of um, allowing spontaneity to occur as a host, as a facilitator. And uh, we talk about different elements such as um, surrendering in the unknown and being okay to be in the unknown and letting go in the present moment. We talked about um, trusting your own intuition and also trusting in the process and trusting uh, in, in the group, in the community. And we also talked about uh, being okay um, with what's happening in the present moment. Stay in your body, moving around, um, observe people's and groups warm up and um, how important skills are those for any environment. Because more and more so, we are invited to be hosts of our communities and we are invited to be leaders by stepping back. And um, all these crises we are going through, starting with the bushfires, moving into the droughts and now COVID-19, it does require active citizens, it does require change makers and it requires us um, helping each other and forming mutual aid groups and um, offering our skills and there are so many people out there that have amazing skills in facilitation diverse experience i mentioned a few examples how i bring together psychodrama 
playback theater, A, B, C, D, and so much more. And I, I reckon that everyone who is listening, um, you have your own expertise, you have your own, the, the things that you know well. And um, now it's the time to bring them form- forward. Now is the time to offer your gifts fully so you make a difference. So thank you for listening today. I'm Dimitrios Papalexis, um, founder of Soul Zen, a social enterprise specializing in asset-based community development, storytelling and arts. And stay tuned for our next episode.